0: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Out of Bounds Podcast. I'm Oscar, joined by Nate. Uh, pretty special episode this week. It's our first episode back after the little break we took.
1: A little, little break.
0: When Nate was out of town, and uh, <coughs> it's also the debut of our third member. Yep. We got Colin here off screen. First
1: ever guest appearance. Hello, the hello.
0: There we go. All right, be <laughs> here. Love to hear it. <laughs> Let's just get right into it.
1: Let's get right into it.
0: A um, couple of couple minor pieces of news, I feel like. We just got to yes. take care of here at the beginning. First, uh, some news out of Marquette basketball. News out
1: of Marquette. Uh, We're basically rebranding this year. New coach, you brought in a lot of new players, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of old players transferring out, got new assistant coaches. However, just recently, Theo John announced he was transferring out. And this morning it was announced that he is going to Duke.
0: One, like the one of,
1: if not the, <laughs> most storied basketball programs in college history. Yep. The greatest of all time. Um, like the Duke. Like the Duke. Duke University. The Blue Devils. Like, like Duke. Like Duke. And Coach K. Co- Coach, Coach K. Coach K Duke. Um, Theo John's going there. Yes. Why? I'm not sure. And for those of you who don't know who
0: Theo John is... There's a reason we're There's saying no reason you, should. <laughs> why you should know who Theo John is because he plays for Marquette. and um,
1: He's bad. The only connection I can see is Wojciechowski, the coach that like Theo John played for his entire career at Marquette.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We got him from Duke. He was an assistant under Coach K. Okay. So there is sort of that Duke connection, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's like a culture thing that Theo wanted to go back to or something. But yeah. end of the store, or end of the day, he didn't even do that great in the Big East. He didn't for Marquette, and I just feel like Duke is not going to be a place of success for him.
0: No nope. but also, Duke weren't that good last year.
1: Right, one year out of their entire history. But I feel like
0: maybe if I'm kind of like, like the person charging like the basketball team at Duke,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I've had my first bad year. Doing like, like doing it the same way they always have. Right. Just like, get, like they have like a reputation of getting the top high school guys, yeah, and having a bunch of one and duns. And all their high school guys who came in this year who were supposed to be one and duns didn't play all that great, like right. TJ Stewart and right other guys like that. So maybe from that perspective, they look at look back at the season and say maybe we should kind of do a mix of bringing in high school people and also trying to be a little more aggressive in the
1: well i understand I understand it from Duke's perspective. They're like, "Why not bring in this big player see if we can't do something with them?" But a lot of the guys that left Marquette, like the seniors or like you know the people that were seniors but got an extra eligibility or whatever, one of them went to Syracuse, other than that, everyone else went to like their hometown like college or like somewhere that they could go just to play basketball and have a good year. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think there's a lot of NBA future with them. Like, they're good in college, but they're not, like, you know, NBA stars.
0: Far from Cade Cunningham.
1: Right. So, I was sort of, like, caught off guard that he went to such a big name program rather than just. He's from Minnesota. Like, he could have gone to, like, some (coughs) one of the local colleges in Minnesota or Or, gone to some (laughs) small or Minnesota or some smaller school where he could have done really well. Had a great like last year. Wins a lot of games. Whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a bit surprising that Duke even had their eye on him.
1: Yes, and their roster spot open for him. Yeah, but whatever.
0: You know, it's gonna be interesting to see. You know, maybe he just goes out and shocks the world.
1: Yeah, you know, I hope I'm wrong. I've got a picture with him. If he goes out, balls out at Duke's and goes, go, balls out at Duke and goes pro. That's the perfect time to post that. That's picture. the perfect time to post that picture. As soon
0: as he has his first like twenty and ten game at Duke, he's just like, hey, I met that guy.
1: Can't say it's going to happen, though, mm-hmm. but who knows.
2: Might increase his draft stock a little bit.
1: Make sure we name more. <laughs> oh, oh I, <laughs> I thought you meant going to Duke. <laughs> there actually is one guy from Marquette that declared for the draft. Who? Dawson Garcia. He declared, He basically said, I'm declaring for the draft, but if it doesn't work out, I'm coming back to Marquette. So he didn't sign with an agent? He didn't sign with an agent or anything. Oh, he, just a lot said, of players. he just said, I'm going to go through the process mm-hmm. and... If I don't get drafted, I'm just going to come yeah. back. and it's like Yeah, okay. I know for
0: you about it, that's what Io did last year. Yeah. And that's what Georgie's doing now. And that's what Trent Fraser did, like, a week ago. Mm-hmm. And then after a couple of days, he's like, eh, on second thought, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. back, yeah. So, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see that program now without, without Io.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And maybe without Georgie, too.
1: Kofi's going to be back, though. Yeah. I've heard there's talk, like... From something that I just saw, it was like, he's probably going to be at college another year, which will be good for a UFI.
0: of that, Once that player of the year, for sure. Right. Because with Iogon and Luka Garza gone now.
1: Who knows? There could be, could be another be Cade Cunningham that comes in. <laughs> could be.
0: Big Ten's going to be interesting next year, for sure.
1: Yes. Um, while we're on the top of college basketball, we haven't spoken about this since it happened. Baylor won the national championship. It wasn't a very exciting game. Gonzaga kind of blew it. I actually fell asleep in the second half.
0: I wasn't... After the first half, I wasn't really... we watched it that closely. Yeah.
1: Hopped on some more, zone. (laughs) Probably more exciting. Um, I'm more excited. That's our college basketball talk. Yeah. Season's over now. Really the
0: only... Thing to talk about in terms of college basketball is if any more kind of big players transfer right
1: transfers and stuff like that. Which I feel like this year is a pretty transfer every year because they have the extra year of eligibility and the they're waiving yeah. a lot of transfers. So transfer, a lot of guys like, are be trying
0: to uh, get their get their draft stock up. Right. This last year, trying to make for a lot better year.
1: Yeah. Different different than what we saw last year for sure in terms of players and where they are.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Let's go into baseball. Chicago baseball is not doing well right now. Neither the White Sox nor the Cubs. Both are below five hundred teams. Um, I think the Cubs are five and seven, Sox are six and seven. The White Sox, I would say, are
0: the much better under five hundred team though.
1: <laughs> well, there's arguments we to be made. I think we could agree with that also, especially now that TA's back. Um obviously his first game back they lost. Yeah. But we're hoping he can be a little bit more impactful. Mm-hmm. Lance Lynn is looking good, our rotation's looking good. Carlos Rodon with the no hitter. Rodan. That was crazy. That was crazy. Should have been perfect, but, you know. There was an interesting
0: stat we saw at the game yesterday. Then uh, I went to the game yesterday.
1: Yes, Thursday, uh, April 15th, we went.
0: Yeah. Uh, it said that Rodan's fastest pitch that mm-hmm. night was the last pitch he threw.
1: Yeah, he threw 114 pitches, and the fastest pitch of the night was the 114th pitch. Clock at, at like,
0: 98.8.
1: Yeah. Just
0: crazy fast. Yeah. After throwing 100 pitches. And that's a hundred, yeah. yeah he, he threw 113 and then decided to throw the ball almost 99 miles an hour. Adrenaline pumping through the veins.
1: It was definitely pumping. He um, was probably also
0: really pissed after that. After the, hitting the dude on the foot.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, you know, as, the, a, as upset as I am that they, the perfect game got broken up, he did hit him.
0: Like He did hit him.
1: But, but I think also.
0: The guy could've easily done one of those little backstep things and well, not get hit in the foot down eight zero in the ninth inning.
1: The argument with that is Especially in the pros, like you have to be like starting your swing like as they're releasing the ball. Like as the pitcher's like throwing yeah. the ball, you have to like be preparing to swing. So he was already like stepping into it, like his weight was on his front foot, which is the foot that got hit. It's sort of hard to like have your weight there and then just like take it out in the middle.
0: But it's also been done before. When players it has been avoid.
1: Granted, are we going to say that the eighth guy in the rotation is the most reactionary or has the best reactions out of anyone on the team? He's going to jump out of that. Probably does not. There's a reason he's batting eighth. I'm just going to say that. And the game yesterday was also not good. Sox have been playing weird. They've had really good games. Well, not really good games. They've had games. Against tough teams. I think I'm considering the Angels a tough team. I'm considering... Angels are looking pretty good. Not not really the Royals. The Indians are okay. Um, they've won games against every one of those teams. Um, And they've also lost multiple games against every one of those teams, which is frustrating. But I feel like it's just a matter of clicking the lineup together, making sure we get a rotation out there that's actually going to put the ball in play, bat around. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's been and we haven't found that yet.
0: It's been pretty interesting to see because it, when they win games, it's very clear what's winning them games. Mm-hmm. And then when they lose games, it's it, it kind of all comes down to the defense, you know, some like really bad plays have been made. There were a couple plays yesterday that we saw that were not great mm-hmm. and ended up giving up some runs. And um especially from an offensive perspective, uh we text each other during the games all the time. Yes, just like stuff we see and, as we're watching. We and want to stuff. Point out mm-hmm. As we're watching, in the I don't know if you remember in like the couple first games of the season, it seemed like um, no one really had a composure at like at the plate. Yeah, like they were swinging at everything; it was easy. There
1: is much better. They were. It was easy three pitch swinging strikeouts.
0: Yeah, and then now, especially at the game we saw yesterday, it there were a lot of at bats where even like the top guys in the order like. Like Tim and and Jose, um, those like top five guys were just just like
1: watching balls go by them. They
0: were they were watching balls go by them into a 0-2 count, mm-hmm. and then they had to start swinging at bad balls. Yeah, and so I think they have to find that kind of sweet spot in the middle.
1: There there are some comments we made about Tony's managing. I think he's had some subs that are questionable and pitched pitchers that are questionable and mm-hmm. pinched hit pitch run. Mm-hmm. Whatever that are questionable.
0: They brought in Jake Lynn. Yeah, like I get you want you want a lefty to go up against that guy, but when you have yeah. a when you have a guy on base already and Nick Madrigal gets on base right always.
1: Actually, it was a guy on third. You want that ribby, but exactly. Um, Socks are not living up to expectations at the moment, but there is still like whatever. There's 150 games left. I'm pretty sure is mm-hmm. their number, or no, 149 for them. So, yeah. on paper, they should be one of the best teams in, in all of the majors. On paper,
0: it's in action they, they those, are not. It's just living up to those expectations.
2: They just gotta find their bats right now. They're not swinging well. They're,
1: They're not. not, not. Well. Just Yermeen. It is only Yerme. And he went. I'm pretty sure O for yesterday. Yeah. Unless he got one hit. It no, last he, had that, he had that double. Oh, he did get a double in his last at-bat, so he went one for four. One for four. And we saw
2: last year, like, the bats were the reason we won the games almost mm-hmm. every time. We Yeah.
0: Yeah. The guys at the top of the order definitely got to just get in that rhythm again.
1: What we said when we were at the game yesterday is the Sox gave up four runs yesterday, which is an average amount of runs, but for the Sox, that should be a number that you should be beating almost every time you play a baseball game. Like, we should be scoring more than four, no matter what. Yeah. We didn't lose that game necessarily on defense. We lost it because we only scored one run in the first, and then crap the bat yeah. until. Yeah, and I game. think that's up.
0: I think that's up to like uh, the coaching staff and everyone else to. Obviously, the defense is not not very good. Mm-hmm. I think that, especially right now with the way they're playing, we're only going to win games by outscoring teams.
1: Yeah, well. That is how you win every game. But not um, not, not, by, not right. by not by defense, though. Yeah, off. yeah, so I know. There's a lot
2: of runners on base.
1: So many runners on base. I mean, like,
2: we'll get them on second and third with one or Asp- no outs. Mm-hmm. Especially
1: maybe. in scoring position, too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's tough.
2: Defense is not winning, winning
0: in games right now. I know White Sox Dave is mad.
1: <laughs> I think everyone's upset about, about it. about the
0: defense. Shout out to White Sox Dave.
1: Um, alternatively... There's another baseball team that's not doing too hot in Chicago, and that's the the Cubs. We don't know as much about the Cubs as we know about the Sox, so this might be a shorter segment. But essentially, I think they've played the Pirates twice, like two series, the Brewers, and I think another team somewhere. And the Brewers and the Cubs are supposed to both be fairly good in the NL Central, so those were pretty even matchups. Pretty sure the Brewers beat them in a good majority of the games they've played, I think. Out of four, the Brewers won three, mm-hmm. or something like that. And the Pirates are, again, supposed to be one of the bottom teams in baseball. They were last year. That's the Team Lucas don't no-hit last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and spooky. in their most recent series, the Pirates took two of three. Which, as Cubs fans, you're sort of not expecting that to happen.
0: Cubs fans are definitely used to smacking the Pirates and, year in and year
1: out. And... A lot of it has to do with just like the White Sox, they are not batting the Cubs like both the Cubs and the White Sox, I'm pretty sure like the team average is like below two fifty like mm-hmm. in two in the two twenty range yeah. or something like that, which is not a good batting average, no matter what yeah. baseball team you're on, yeah,
0: coming from a guy who has two Chicago Cubs on his fantasy baseball team, I can tell you right now they are not
1: hitting well. <laughs> uh I've only watched a few Cubs games this year and in both of them or In the few that I paid attention to, it seemed like they sort of started out okay, and then they had just like one inning where they just gave up like five or six runs, and then they just lost the game. So the Cubs are looking to turn that around. They're still a team that can contend for the Central title, I think. I don't think the NL Central has a clear cut winner. I also don't think they have like a clear cut like National League champion. So I don't think it's like a super amazing division, but the Cubs are still up there in terms of the ability to win the division. Obviously there's still so much game time left as we stated earlier. Yeah.
0: And if there was a team in that division that I think at least has the potential to kinda of be at least like one tier echelon above the rest, it would probably be the Brewers.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I like I like the Brewers a lot this year, but the Again, in in so a small so amount of play. games played, it's only a two-game difference from first place to last place in that division, mm-hmm. which is Reds in first, tied for the tied with the Brewers for first, and then Cubs and or Pirates are at bottom with five and eight. So I also
0: love the Brewers like rebranded. They
1: did. I'm a Milwaukee that. guy now, so Brewer Brewers blue, are my secondary the, team. they
0: like bright blue and yellow.
1: Yeah, it
0: looks really nice on the on the field, you know.
1: I I have a Brewers jersey and that's another
0: this. thing we were talking about yesterday is that there's some teams that they're like unis and like branding and stuff. They just don't look good. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Indians, the logo is just like the C.
1: The C is a weird logo. Yeah. Although I think they sort of had to scramble after getting rid of the Indian. I feel like that was sort of a controversial thing, and there's still the Indian name, but the actual logo of just. The feather with the red face—it's like okay, I gotta get rid of that one at some point. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and then they just switch to that C. Washington. Oh, the Redskins. I was thinking. The oh, team. I mean the football team. Um, I was thinking Nationals, and I was like, no, not really. They're just red <laughs> That's and not white. Not really controversial. I saw they
2: were doing like a contest for like the football team. Yeah. We were yeah, looking yeah. at names
1: yesterday. There was yeah, some they, they we were some that we liked. They
0: were sending out polls to like. People who are part of like the fan club, or just like get emails from the team about like different like promotions and stuff, and they were also sending out different like options to different fans. Yeah, there were some. There were some cool ones in there. There were some of my favorite. There were some bad ones too, though. Does there the winner was...
2: get like like what like season tickets for a year?
0: Well, I think I think first they were taking suggestions, but now they're sending out polls with just like options. Oh, okay. So it was, like, out of these, like, five options, you're getting, like, pick two that you like. There were some really bad ones.
1: There were. There was also the Wild Hogs, which was awesome. Washington <laughs> Wild
0: Hogs? Tell me that's not cool. I'd get a Jersey. <laughs> it says Wild Hogs there. Some bad ones, though. There was the Wayfarers.
2: What does that even mean?
1: What does it mean? I don't know. I thought Wayfarer was, like, that one company that, like, shipped children or whatever. You guys hear about that?
0: Oh, in like the closets. In the closets
1: and stuff. Yeah, I have
0: not. Heard. Well, Pretty sure yeah, that was just a let's rumor. Let's get a but... definition. What, what's a wayfarer? Sietch is our stat guy and is, our lookup is, is, guy for the day. Yeah. So, Colin is our new uh, fact checker and, and stats guy. So, just Wayfair? Yeah. Wayfair. wayfarer. Yeah, wayfarer. Farer. F A R E R. Um, some other options were Washington, like Washington Football
2: Club. Washington
1: Football Club was one of them. <laughs> Which is just
0: like a
2: soccer team. Yes. Well, it says a wayfarer is a person who travels on foot.
1: <laughs> that's it. So that's they're just. It is. That's it. They're just it's the Washington a Walkers. Person <laughs> who travels
2: on foot. Washington Walkers. That's not, that's <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> bad. That's not bad. Better it's than so wayfarers. A traveler or a nomad.
1: A nomad. Washington Nomads. That sounds better than wayfarer.
2: Why did they pick wayfarer? Just a.
0: It's like the. <laughs> there was also like the the Washington thirty two. Was something. that one of them? Just yeah. the thirty two. Yeah, I don't know what that means because. Is there thirty two people on a roster? Maybe. Mm-hmm. No? no, there's not. There's
1: twenty two or thirty three? I'm or guessing 53. people. I'm guessing
0: people in the area know what the significance of that number is in the area.
1: But I don't. Well, like, it doesn't make sense at all. No. Thirty-two. I feel like it would be something like related to like American history or something.
0: Maybe like Washington twenty-two.
1: Right, because that's like how many people Washington are. So. 11. Right. I don't know about the thirty-two.
0: <laughs> I just know it was an option. It's gonna be yeah. interesting to see what they pick. Obviously, one of the options too is just to keep it as Washington football team.
1: Yeah, I don't like that though. I don't like. That. I'd like a. I'd like a mascot, please. Like.
0: Like any like hoodies and like shirts that they were selling, I were just say like Washington.
1: Also, like what's do they have like? Oh, it's just a W, right? Their yeah, logo. it was just a W. Yeah, I was gonna say they need like an actual logo. Logo. Well, I guess the Indians just have a C. So yeah, because
0: they, they need some they need something. Because else you're just like a like a team. I feel like half of half of being like a football team now is your like branding presence and social media and how you like engage with people and how you're like known around yeah. the area. I
1: mean, media definitely taken a much bigger part in sports as of recent. Yeah. So just like past. being the
0: Washington football team is bad for business. Yeah. Looking, looking at like the, the organization from like a business perspective. Cause no one's going to buy a hoodie that just has Washington on it. Right. It's like, Oh, what's your favorite football team? The football team
1: because <laughs> right? you don't
0: say like oh like, like if they were to ask us what's your favorite
1: football team it's oh, like oh the Bears I like the Bears well, I don't, you don't really. say... I don't really like the Bears but I love the Bears
0: you don't say oh I like Chicago
1: right so, yeah, well let's watch. hope they choose something good <laughs> let's hope they choose <laughs> yeah, something good
0: your favorite football team
1: the football <laughs> team um that started as a talk a talk about the Chicago Cubs season mm-hmm. um I don't really have much more to say on it.
0: Just like the Sox, a lot of improvements to be made.
1: La- last year, the Cubs, their main core, like, did notably poorly at the plate, and that was, like, a huge topic of discussion for them. Mm-hmm. Like the Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, Trio. And it's sort of starting to repeat, but we'll see how it goes the rest of the season. So Cubs fans listening, don't lose hope. Sox fans listening, also don't lose hope. They just got to find their groove at the plate. lot of season left. A
2: lot of season
1: left. That's
0: that. That's the worst thing though about being a baseball fan, of, or like supporting any kind of baseball team, is that the season is so long. But at the same time, I feel like we overreact so much about one game.
1: Yeah. Oh, every time. It's every like time. the first game of the year. I was I, already I like, am deep, this year's chalk. I am <laughs> deeply ingrained in White Sox Twitter. It's 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 just havoc everywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Single player makes a bad play. Everyone was like, "Why is Why is he even playing? Why Why does he play in the MLB?" Should <laughs> bench like. Tim Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> there were people talking about trading him last year. That was the point that White Sox Twitter was at. Was there was like serious discussions of how they should trade away Tim Anderson. Anyways, are we on to debate time? I think it is debate time. Siwretch came in today with a. Interesting proposal that we do a do a little debate ski here. So because there wasn't a lot to cover, there wasn't a whole lot of information. As you see, we talked about Theo, John, the Sox, and the Cubs, and somehow the Washington football team. So C-Reg I has got a, got question a debate ask, question for us. What do you got? Conlon?
2: Here's the first question: What sport has the best athletes? So if you could take a baseball player, could he play in that Mo or the NHL or the NFL, like, which sport has the best all-around athletes? I
1: have one um, I think we both have the same answer. What's your answer? My answer is the NBA. Um, I think... In terms of
0: athletes that can play every sport? In,
1: yeah, in terms of being able to play other sports. Or just
2: all-around, just, like, pure athleticism. I would say if you could put one athlete into a different sport,
1: um,
2: or event, okay. any other sport, like, I,
1: I think NBA because I'm just gonna run through one by one here. People. NBA I feel like has the biggest players. Like obviously you have like your Lebrons and like your KDs that are like super tall. KD's not super strong, but LeBron is like super strong. Your Giannis is. but then even like their short, smaller players are still like six two and yeah, like, like super ribs. And it's like that even that size could be like a wide receiver in the NFL. You know, mm-hmm. um, NFL I feel like. Some of them can't hang with the big guys in the NBA. Like when you're up against like how how tall's the tallest player in the league? Well, ball ball, but seven like three, seven three. three. Like even like your Gronk's yeah, and like it, your DeAndre Hopkins aren't going to take on yeah, a seven. In general, player. the taller guys are about like right around seven. Feet. The sport that I'm sort of leaving out of the mix is the MLB because I feel like that's not a super. Yes, they are athletes, but it's not like a super athletic sport. It's more of like a technical sport, like. To be really good at that, you have to have insane technique and timing, and mm-hmm. like just per- you practice, perfecting your craft, hand-eye as hand-eye opposed hand-eye. to just like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I feel like those skills aren't as transferable to like the size and power needed for the other sports. So mm-hmm. my answer is NBA.
0: Yeah. So my understanding of the question is athletes that could play other sports mm-hmm. the best. So I was gonna say I was gonna say the NFL, the football. Okay. The football. So if you think about for the sole reason of like like defensive ends.
1: Okay. I don't
0: know if you guys saw like a couple weeks ago or something. There was this video of training of Miles Garrett playing basketball. I did see it. He was just dunking on dudes, just getting up. He was he was he was he was literally, he was literally playing like like a slash or like like a wingman. Something like okay. That. So from that perspective, I think I think the the most likely like basketball players or like football players to play basketball could be like a defensive end to be like kind of like a big guy or like the skill positions to be like a guard cuz there right. still are like like wide receivers who like DK Metcalf they get up yeah and then if you True. put if you put Aaron Donald behind the plate and you're throwing him a ball like a baseball he could probably hit it pretty far
1: provided he could hit it yeah
0: and if Aaron Donald or another one of those like enormous like defensive ends knows how to skate he could probably play hockey
1: i guess i guess the argument here then is <laughs> Are we talking about, like, the average player or, like, the best of the best? Because, like, if you – like, I feel like the average NBA player is so much more transferable, whereas, like, the best of the best NFL players can be transferable. But, like, like Kyle Orton isn't going to go, like, dunk on LeBron. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, so I feel like yeah, there are – there's a much wider range of positions and skill sets in the NFL as, than there are in the NBA, which is why I feel like some NFL players can be like super powerful and like amazing at whatever sport they play, but then like some of them are just like, you can only play quarterback that throws like 10-yard outs.
2: Imagine Marcus Smart or like Patrick Beverly as a cornerback. They're known nope. for their defense, right? Mm-hmm.
0: But Patrick Beverly's going
2: to... He might get a couple flags here and there.
0: But they can also easily get burned, I feel like, if they were playing
1: DB. I mean, Cause like, how fast do they run? Cause like, I don't you, know even, how fast they even run. Even just
0: like the average like wide like wide receiver in the NFL, if you tell them to run a go route, and they just have to like run as fast as they can, like I feel like the average NBA player 40 time...
1: It's probably less than, mm-hmm. that's true. Although I feel like they would get, I mean, this is getting technical, but they uh, have better stamina, would be my guess. Mm -hmm. I bet in the fourth quarter the NBA player is not sucking wind. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sirach, what's your take? You haven't answered the question. You've just been chiming in.
2: So, I'm probably going along the same line as Nate here. Mm -hmm. I feel like NBA players, they just have more stamina, I feel like the most. Cause they're playing a little, they're running like almost the whole game. But like mm-hmm. football defense is on and then off they get, they get a little longer break than most times. Okay. And like I would say average NBA player you could put him at, I'd say Kobe White that's like an average NBA player.
1: Kobe White might NBA. be the most average player. Right? That's fair. That's fair. Right?
2: And he, he's decent. He could You could see him drop like 30 a game and then like 5. Not score the whole game, right? He's an average guy. That's true. Is that an idea? He's pretty athletic. I could see him maybe being a wide receiver, but he's average, right? You mm-hmm. never know. Okay. But I would say NBA players. All right.
0: Now that that's i
2: got another question. Okay. This is going to have to go quick. i got to right. this up in a sec. You can make it quick.
1: We're we dealing with dying
2: bad. What is the hardest thing to do in any sport? So, like... Hitting a pitch, or in baseball, right? Or like getting
1: a hole in one, something like that. What do you think the hardest thing? Oh. The hardest thing. Is well, a hole, in hole in, a hole in one isn't like a common occurrence exactly. in golf. Yeah. So I feel like, that's not like... Some golfers go That's not like a standard. That's much. not like a standard part of the sport. So are we counting that as like... I guess you
2: could just say... I
1: don't know. Because... Well, because that's least common, it, but it, you can
0: make the argument that's not the hardest. Exactly. So if
1: if we're going in terms of like, like what is expected of you to play this sport, what's the hardest thing to do? My answer is hit a pitch. Because mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't to think to be a professional golfer specifically, like you're expected to hit a hole in one. But as a professional professional baseball player, you're expected to bat, at least you know, kind of two fifty or something. At least, at least. Kind of base, yeah. get one out of every four. So I'm gonna say hit a pitch is the hardest yeah. thing to do. Mm-hmm. Especially with pitchers now, because I feel like every pitcher can... Because timing is crazy hard, and not to mention at this point, like, pitchers can throw balls that are, like, moving, like, a full foot in the air, and you don't even know where it's going to end like, up.
2: A second to decide yeah. whether you swing or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense.
1: Do you agree, or do you have a dis- different idea? I would
2: agree. I think another, I don't know,
0: hardest? Like, most difficult?
2: So just being yeah. like a pro artist. Well, <laughs> yes, so, that's... Like, imagine game seven. You're at the line. The free throw line, right? At, it's an away game. Proud, I, feel, I feel like I mean, free throws are just, just sh-
0: muscle memory, though. I think maybe just... I think in general, being a clutch player. I, Is I think... difficult? I think... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Having a clutch
2: team.
0: Yeah. Because that's like half mental. Mm-hmm. You, if you go... it's most games. If, if for the first three quarters, you shoot... 10 for 10, and in the fourth quarter, you shoot over for 5.
1: I mean, if you put the average person out there, and let's say it is those same conditions. Game 7, like, packed arena, your team's, like, down by 1, you have you have a 1-1 in free throw. Or I guess that doesn't happen in the NBA, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like th- that average person is more likely to make that free throw before an average person is going to get a hit with a runner on second down by one game 7 of the world series. Yeah.
0: No, I I agree I agree that 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 you know what I mean? pitches. I, you. I agree that hitting a pitches I'm just trying to think of other like difficult.
1: Things. Yeah. Obviously the hole in one is you don't even see that very often by professionals, so that's very challenging. I think
0: there was like one at the entire masters.
1: Yeah, that that hole 13 I think it was. It's mm-hmm. like I don't know. It's got like six in its history or something. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm trying to think of what else there could be. You could argue um, hockey is a very hard sport. Yeah. I would argue yeah, that skating. being able to skate and then also <laughs> okay, control skating. that, like getting a precise like top corner shot in hockey past like you know a huge goalie wearing a bunch of pads. Like
2: during a shootout or
1: something. Like right, like that. during a shootout. like That's a very challenging yeah. thing to do, of I've course. I've watched
0: very few hockey games in my life.
1: I don't know how they score. The, it just looks like there's always Sometimes something in the way. I can barely, I can barely see the puck. It's yeah, awesome I, I don't know
0: how... I feel like the goalie takes up the entire thing. Shout out hockey. A
1: hard Shout sport out hockey. It's
0: a hard sport to play. I don't know. I, I literally like couldn't tell you how like how they do all that stuff to score. Because I feel like the goalie is the size of the net.
1: Yeah. So those are our top few there. Is hitting a baseball, clutch time, anything... And hockey, <laughs> H- hockey, and hole in one. Underrated sport.
2: I don't think it is hockey. Doesn't, Doesn't get, get a lot, lot of, of attention. No. Doesn't get
0: the love. Does not get the love for
1: sure. Alrighty, I think that wraps up our what is this episode six of the Out of Bounds podcast? Yeah, it is
0: episode six. Um,
1: good for us. Good for good us. Good for us. We only got the four with our last podcast, so um, wraps up episode six. Make sure to follow our Instagram at Out of Bounds Pod. Our YouTube at Out of Bounce Pod, um, or Out of Bounce Podcast, I think is our YouTube. TikTok at Out of Bounce Pod. Um, That's it. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.